0: No, you're not alone Because I'm going to make
1: this place your home. News Radio 840 WHAS Good Sunday morning Bob Sikoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show Here with you till the top of the hour Thank you for joining us, folks With us on today's show From Pitt & Frank Attorneys, LLC, this is the company you can pick the closing attorney you want, and this is one we recommend. And with us from Pitt & Frank, Cora Henderson, and you can reach Cora and her team at 895-9900. You may also be hearing my dogs bark in the background. Yes, they're up early today to do the show. I guess the time change affected them as well. Also here, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service and Team Bugout. And I should tell you that Home Team comes in as a team. They're the number one Home Team Inspection Service uh, here now in the Kentucky-Louisville area for now eight years, right? We're hopefully going to see another one. Yeah. Yeah, eight years. Yeah, and you can reach Brad for either Team Bug Out for getting rid of pests, uh, not the neighbor kind, but the the ones that crawl around your house, and also for home team inspections, uh, 844-411-TEAM. And I'm Bob Sokoler. I host this show, but I'm also a realtor and own the Sekoler team over at Remax Properties East, and we do a pretty good job listing, selling your home, and finding you another one. And if you would love to possibly think about moving this year next year or beyond by the way there are predictions now that the interest rates they actually came down three quarters of a point this past weekend that we may see them coming down even more next year as we go into an election year Uh, but if you'd like to talk about the process i have a free no obligation visit planned for you all you need to do is call me and it would be me coming out 502-376-5483 Or you can go to BobSellsLouisville.com and fill out the information there and hit send, and it'll come right to me. All right. We talked about this two weeks ago, but when we went on the air to uh, just get ready to do the show, Cora brought an interesting point up, and I thought it was worth bringing this up again. Cora, you want to explain what happened at your own house?
0: I will explain the stinky situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, So my 14-year-old had mentioned that there were some stink bugs in his room, not just a few, but many. He said they were in his clothes. And I said, well, that's because they're on the floor. He said, no, mom, it's the ones in the closet. He also mentioned that he could kind of hear some noises at night when the lights were off and they were kind of moving around and stuff. Because as you know, stink bugs, they fly. Um, So I have a quarterly pest control uh, plan that I pay for and, and called the company. Hey, you know, can you come in? Can you spray inside? They'll do that for me from time to time if I have any issues. Well, I was surprised this time when I called because they said, no, ma'am that won't have any effect on stink bugs. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to tell you. I said, "Wait, what?" So, Brad, tell me a little bit about that. Are you you are you saying that the only way we can take care of them is to put a little vacuum in my 14-year-old hands?
2: So, I'm going to say this first that I was Team Bug Out was not the pest control company yes, that, please. Called, Let's that, that, that gave right. you that. So yeah. um, because we took some advanced steps to get our, our clients' homes ready for the invasion of the stink bugs and the Asian lady beetles. Sorry, Cora, we got to go with the f- official name. Well, we'll call them the brown marmorated stink bugs because okay. that's what you've got in your house. Yeah. So right now, those occasional invaders are coming into homes. They're looking for places to winter, not necessarily breed. They're just getting trying to get out of the cold weather. So the 14-year-olds close are places that they can hang out. And, yeah, so if they're in your house right now, the best way to remove them is just vacuum them up, take the bag out of the house after you vacuum it up, dump them outside, don't don't leave it, don't put it in your kitchen trash can, they'll just crawl right back out. But, yeah, you have to, if you're doing any sort of... of well, I we'll call it a zone treatment, trying to keep them outside. Those are done in late summer, um, just to try to put a, a barrier there. A lot of them are coming in through cracks and crevices and small holes in the house, though. So that's the other thing you want to make sure. This is a good time of year to make sure you've got those holes caulked up. Windows are, you know, you've got caulk around them. They're ready for the uh the winter um and and the cold weather to come. But yeah, those those pests inside the house right now. Vacuum them up. Don't don't spray anything on on them. It's not going to be particularly effective.
1: And I can attest to that because immediately after the show we did a couple of weeks ago, where we talked about the stink b- bugs, I went out to my grill, put the grill cover on it that was laying, and in under the grill cover there were tons of stink bugs. Yep. And my vacuum wouldn't reach, so I figured, okay, I'm. I went out, I got some. I had in my, my storage thing like some pest spray, right? And I just sprayed it on there, and they kind of laughed at me mm-hmm. and kept on going. So yeah, yeah, that won't work. All right, so, so vacuum and put them in the bag. Okay. Got it. Let's uh, let's go to some of the questions. We're still doing our Zoom show in a Zoom format, so send me an email, Bob at WeSellLouisville.com. Put radio question in the subject line in the body of the of the email. Just give me send me your question. And if you want to see, by the way, a replay of this show, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's www.LouisvilleAnswers.com. That is a redirect to our YouTube page where you'll see all of these shows that we've been compiling for the past number of years and more. All right, so, Cora, Jackie lives here in Louisville, but writes in with this question that she had had a, you're going to love this, an expunged felony conviction in Pennsylvania. She wants to become a real estate agent here in Louisville. She's wondering in this email, is she automatically disqualified because of the expunged felony conviction? And I should point out. She goes on to say that the judge in the case ordered the restoration of all of her rights and sealed expunged her record after serving probation. That's all she wrote. So the question is, can she become a real estate agent?
0: Great question. Um, certainly, Jackie can find out more details on becoming a licensee in the state of Kentucky with the Kentucky Real Estate Commission, uh, and that's krec.ky.gov. Uh, but I believe one of those questions in the paperwork that you'll fill out is, mm-hmm. have you ever been convicted um, of a felony? So we want to make sure that we're disclosing properly. There is an FBI background check that will be um, required uh, in completing your licensing uh, work and submitting your paperwork for approval. What's an interesting case here is that it was expunged. So expunged doesn't necessarily mean that she should conceal that. What if they were to find out and, um, think that she was hiding something, you know, or not being as forthcoming. And certainly Mm -hmm. honesty and transparency is very important. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, if that were going to come out in a background check, that could work against her if it wasn't disclosed. However, I would certainly disclose it just as you did, Bob, and you did a fabulous way of describing it. Mm -hmm. uh, And the fact that all of her rights were restored, it was expunged, and and ultimately letting the chips fall where they may at that time. Um, I'm not a criminal law practitioner. Um, There are many, many, many qualified uh, practitioners in our area. That may be a great question for them just regarding the manner in which that felony was expunged to see you know what her disclosure requirements would be. But I'm kind of a, you know, honesty is the best policy. And just a heads up, I do think that is on the paperwork. Moreover, that background check is going to be there as well. So just because it's expunged from those records here locally or at a state level, would an FBI background check reveal something or at least Notate a status of being expunged. So just be cognizant of that as to whether she wants to, you know, be forthcoming. But um, I think if she just qualifies it with the details, um, you know, it, it it will see if it falls in lines with the licensee regulations and requirements.
1: All of us as realtors have to be FBI fingerprinted and background checked. Correct. A, a real estate agent, so there is some level of scrutiny that goes on. All right, we move on. And by the way a reminder that if you want to see what our sellers are saying about our secular team, proud of our reviews, you can go to LouisvilleGoogle.com or Louisville, All right. So Brad uh, over at home team, Dallas, um, writes in, uh, in a, she lives in a condo building and every once in a while, she feels the building shake minor shakes, mind you, but tremors. Nonetheless, uh, another owner of another condo, uh, said that uh, she had it inspected in this building and there was no problem with the building itself. I guess this is after the worry of what happened in Florida a number of years ago. The inspection found no problem. So she's wondering, what are the tremors from? Can you give us what your thoughts are?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, th- we, are, we live in an area that does not have a high frequency of earthquakes. I mean, we are close enough to a fault zone, you know, further south of us in Tennessee, further to the west. You know, it's close enough that, you know, something could happen here. You know, uh, we were, you know, what was it? 15, 20 years ago, we had a couple of good-sized ones that mm-hmm. yet. I know I was in Evansville, Indiana during the day for one. I was laying in bed at home in Louisville for the other, and those were, those were pretty good. But a lot of the rumblings that we're feeling right now are seem to be involved, or revolve around road construction that's taking place, or you know, work that's being done in land development, p- apartment complexes. I mean, they you know, we sit because of the 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 rock that we sit on. A lot of rock has to be removed when they do site work. So any new buildings, I know that the big VA hospital, you know, mm-hmm. up on Zorn, we all saw the the reports about blasting that that threw giant rocks, you know, out onto uh, the waters. And so some of those tremors may be coming from uh, those uh, those construction areas um you know the people around the east end lake forest in particular they sit you know atop a quarry and oftentimes you feel rumblings there as they're doing blasting you know well below ground um in that quarry so how a lot far of things- would
1: how far would the bl- blast tremor uh rumble because, I understand
2: yeah. yeah I understand some of those things can go for miles just mm-hmm. depending on on where they are. The other thing you know we hear things too right I mean sometimes yeah. you hear you know you hear blastings, you hear some of these things that go on out there and they don't seem to be anywhere close to you but depending on when the wind is blowing, you know like sometimes I mean I'm I'm out east, but I can hear at times the uh, you know engines you know spooling up at uh, the airport you yeah. know it's just depending yeah. on which way the wind blows. so uh, there's there's uh, you know those things can happen.
1: Yeah, and if Dallas lives in a a, a tower of some sort, yep. just simply the way the condo building is constructed could right. amplify anything yeah. that's happening in the area. But just right. so you know, I did do some research. The New Madrid seismic zone is located in the extreme southwest Missouri area and close to the states right. of Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, Mississippi, yep. and Illinois. And the zone is a result of the Real Foot Rift an ancient fault line deep underground. And as you mentioned, 15, 20 years ago, we did feel some movement from that, which, Cora, brings us to your question off of this, is that is is earthquake insurance for not only homeowners but for for condo owners. Is that something that uh, a condo owner and homeowner should look into, possibly putting it on their home, and will that cover them in the event of damage to their structure in the event of an earthquake?
0: It it should, you know, in theory, but yes, that is an add on. So that's not going to be covered with your typical standard homeowners insurance policy. From what I'm told by those insurance specialists, we have a lot of homeowners who inquire not only as to to earthquakes, certainly 15, 20 years ago, there was a lot of questions relative to that, you know, because that was very si- uh, small sized on the scale, but we felt it, it was real. Um, And we never had that before. But also as it relates, you know, we, we think a flood kind of being the obvious one, but what about hurricane damage? What about the wind storms that we've been having? Thank about, you know, the hurricanes that hit Florida and, you know, if if they're suffering from a certain level of destruction to their home and they don't carry those add-ons, those riders, those special coverages, their regular homeowner's insurance, they're not going to cover it. And so that's going to be them, those homeowners coming out of pocket for those types of expenses. Mm -hmm. So it's absolutely up to the homeowner in a discussion with their insurance agent to decide whether these additional policies, these additional safeguards, you know, make sense for them and their intents for the property.
1: And just one follow up with our condo owner who sent us the question if she has earthquake insurance and something should happen to the building, whether it's earthquake related or something else that shakes the building and it it something bad the it falls apart or something. Is she covered or do you even know about that? I know you're an attorney. I mean, insurance
0: certainly attorney. you would want that master policy uh, mm-hmm. that would potentially be covered by the uh, condominium association for the building itself to be reviewed by her own insurance agent. There may be additional policies or some sort of umbrella spot policy that could complement mm-hmm. um, within her interior unit, or it could be found after reviewing that master one that it would cover the building, the exterior portions, the structural portions, and not necessarily from her condominium walls in, which is going to be more, you know, coming out of her pocket. So there could be some complimentary policies, but really just getting your professionals to read the fine print to mm-hmm. see what protections they are afforded is going to be key there.
1: All right. that Great uh, response there. And, Loris, I would say, and anybody listening to us who's concerned, contact your insurance agent, immediately get some information just so you're safe and you know what's going on. When we come back, we're going to talk about a serious problem that one of our listeners is having with uh, his neighbor's big problems. We'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, As we go to break, a reminder, we're continuing with us. Cora Henderson, Pitt & Frank, LLC. You can pick the closing attorney you want, and Pitt & Frank is right up there at the top. Uh, The direct number over there, 895-9900. Also, you can reach Brad Lawler, who is the owner of Home Team Inspection Service and Team Bugout. They come in as a team, and they do a great job as an inspection service. You can reach Brad and his group at 844-411-TEAM. If you're thinking of selling your home now or next year or even in the far future, I would love to talk to you. We can work out a time on the phone, Zoom, or in person. I'll come out in person. It's free, no obligation. All you got to do is call me at 502-376-5483 or go to BobSellsLouisville.com. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS.
2: Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we're able to inspect your home when you need it radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all get the team, get home team
1: Pitt and Frank has been serving your community for over 30 years in real estate closings and our title professionals educate the real estate industry both locally and throughout the state tell your loan officer and realtor to close with Pitt and Frank where we pride ourselves on being your trusted real estate closing expert Pitt and Frank, signed, sealed and delivered at 502 895-9900. That's 502 895 Shopping for a home? The place to start is Remax Properties East. Experienced, caring, top producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today.
2: In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale, of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money. And they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to weselllouisville.com. You'll be glad you did.
1: News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sikoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, continuing to the top of the hour. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran of Shark Tank fame for her endorsement of us. We love Barbara, and uh, it's always a pleasure. If you ever want to see the commercial, the behind-the-scenes shoot of the commercial we did with Barbara, it's actually really funny. Send me an email, Bob, at com. Uh, and it's a Barbara commercial. I'll send you the behind the scenes. It's, it's it's really very funny. Continuing to the top of the hour with Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They come in as a team, also Team Bugout for getting rid of your bugs, pests, and stink bugs. Well, not so much the stink bugs. Your vacuum cleaner, <laughs> cleaner will do that. You can reach uh, Brad 844-411-TEAM. And if you're thinking of selling your home, I'd love to come in help you. Just talk about it this year, next year, the years beyond. We'll give you an idea what the home is worth and what is happening. We'll set you up on our new system, which will allow you to track what the computers are saying about your your price of your home. You can reach me free, no obligation. Uh, again, three seven six five four eight three or BobSellsLouisville dot com. We're taking your emails with questions. This one comes in from Donnie. This may be a one that maybe you heard. Uh, for, before Donnie says he's selling his home. The neighbors next door are the problem. They have loud parties during the summertime. One potential offer that came in the owner potential owners checked around and found out that the neighbor has been a nuisance with noise. And so the buyers pulled out. Donnie's agent is asking, should he disclose to potential buyers that the neighbors party a lot? And that could be a problem. Should should the uh, agent disclose up front? that there are problems with the neighbors. I will give you mine take on this, but Carl, what are your thoughts?
0: Well, first of all, hello, Donnie. That is a great question. Um, We've all had those calls in a different magnitude of fact patterns regarding the neighbor's behavior. Um, And so in this scenario, I would just point to the seller's disclosure obligation to the form itself, which was designed and required by the uh, Kentucky Real Estate Commission to be uh, signed and provided there uh, for a real estate transaction. And if you look on there, you're only required to disclose what's on the form. Mm -hmm. Uh, So are you required to disclose that? I don't think so because it's nothing that is included on the form. Do you want to, after having a conversation with your real estate professional, do you feel like, you know, again, honesty, transparency, that maybe that will prevent somebody from running away later on? Like at least they know about it coming in. I mean, you're certainly welcome to, but at the end of the day, that's not something that you're required to disclose. What I will tell you instead Um, Depending on the scope of of what's going on, you know, I've had different fact patterns with this, but we've had sellers reach out to us and listing agents where we've had to actually write some cease and desist letters Mm. from um, neighbors and, you know, um, in the one particular interest that stands out to me is that they're chatty neighbors that would come over and say, oh, well, I see, you know, Susie's selling her house and, and you don't want to live here. Or did you know this? Or Susie's, you know, a horrible person and here's why. You know, so, so sometimes we'll get requests for cease and desist so that the neighbors will quote-unquote behave themselves so that you can sell the property. Not sure if that fits your fact pattern per se, but just wanted to throw that out there uh, for all of our other listeners.
1: Yep. And just for me, I would tell you, I agree with Cora. And I would say, ultimately, talk to your seller um, on this. Ask the seller, Donnie, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to disclose the fact that there's a problem with the neighbors? Because if the seller says no, which is what I would probably advise from my standpoint, there's no reason to disclose that, then you follow the seller's wishes. You're you're shaking your head, Cora. I'm on target.
0: Absolutely. Here. I concur. And yep. you know what, Bob? There yep. is a buyer out there for everything. And yep. just when you think that you lost a buyer because they didn't like the parties, there's gonna be somebody out there that's gonna love the parties. He I loves mean, look the at Hillcrest Avenue and yeah. all the Halloween decorations. I yeah. mean, come on.
1: Yep. See each all their right. own. That's true. We move on. This one could actually be both for a brand and Cora, and so listen up on this. Justin says he recently sold his home. It closed. Following the closing, new owners received a bill from the termite inspection company for the termite inspection that was done prior to closing. Apparently, the termite company did not submit the bill to the closing attorney before the closing occurred. The buyer says the uh, money is owed by the seller, who's writing us, the seller says the termite company should eat the fee since the home is already closed. And uh, the seller says, Hey, I I paid everyone in this email. He says, I paid everyone involved that requested money. So let's start with Brad on this thing. What would you say, Brad, in terms of, uh, was this the termites company's fault for not getting this invoice to the closing attorney?
2: So I don't know too many companies that invoice through the attorney. I don't know too many that are getting, you know, uh, the the wood destroying insect inspection Mm. portion going to closing for payment now there are a few instances where the termite treatments if if a treatment is done, sometimes those will go to closing. So maybe we've got that involved. But yeah, I, th- I think one of the things, you know, that's a requirement of the the pest control professional is to is to get a timely invoice over to the to the attorneys. I, I would agree that's that's there's some responsibility. Um however I you know I also know that you know in most of the cases the termite inspections are paid for by the buyer and we have been involved in a few cases where sellers are paying uh, for mm-hmm. uh, the termite uh, treatment. Sometimes they pay us direct, and a few times we've worked out, uh, negotiated a, a payment at the settlement or at closing. So, yeah, but it, that's on okay. me to get, you know, somebody the bill uh, in order to get
1: paid. Yeah, and I should point out this was not Team Bug Bugout that was involved here. So, Cora, from a legal perspective perspective what your thoughts?
0: absolutely um i think at first blush it seems like an easy answer however i will tell you it's kind of a great question so let mm-hmm. me let me dive into this a little bit mm-hmm. um first question i would ask is who ordered the service um whether it's the termine inspection whether it's a regular inspection termite treatment whether it's an appraisal who ordered it and who received the report because mm-hmm. whoever gets the report it's their property to do with what they want mm-hmm. so whoever ordered it whoever received the report to me Seems very likely the candidate for payment. Um, so there's one point. Secondly, what type of loan product did the borrower get? Because in some loan products, that is a seller fee to pay for that termite inspection.
1: As in a VA um, load is what
2: you're saying. Well, not even per- not any longer. Oh, really? Longer. Oh. No, Correct. Okay. But no, if, no, if this a was a
0: post-closing anymore. issue. Mm-hmm. So in, in your fact pattern. Um, but thirdly, I would say something as well is that is this something that was in the contract for a particular party to pay? Um, or if it was in an email or communication to the title company and they just missed it. So mm-hmm. when I say it was a gray area, it just depends on the facts to see, okay, who missed this? Um, whose responsibility or who who was the intended recipient of this bill. Um if it was communicated and it just slipped through the cracks with the closing, is it up to that title company and or real estate professionals or other parties to kind of quote unquote make it right? But I'm a big believer that if you provide a service, you ought to be paid for it. Mm-hmm. So I you know, absent an untimely invoice, right? I think that this term company deserves to be paid for the service that they provided. Mm -hmm. And just because there was a closing that took place doesn't defeat the fact that they earned that fee. They provided a service. So we just need to ask a few more questions to see who's responsible for that payment.
1: That's a great point. Justin, I think you need to go back and see who ordered the service and who on the contract uh, was a requirement to pay for it. Good, good stuff. All right, Brad Lawler over at Home Team. Amy writes in with a serious problem. My neighborhood was built in the late 1980s. She says, I've had my house for 23 years, and for the first time last year, I had a sewer backup. This is every homeowner's nightmare, right? Mm -hmm. A plumber snaked the line, and she says, all is well. My question is, what's the best way to prevent it from happening again? And, Cora, for you afterwards, does she need to disclose it since it's all been cleaned up? So let's go for the Brad first. What's the way best way to prevent it? A backup, valve.
2: So, well, I don't know. I mean, she's lived in the house for 35 years, right? Tw- uh, 23,
1: years. Well, 23 years. 23
2: years. I'm sorry. Okay, but the house was built in
1: 1985
2: years ago. Right, yeah, so, right. yeah, so she's lived there a long time. There hasn't been a backup now. It could have been something that's changed. The trees may have been more mature. She may have, you know, she may have had a, you know, some sort of a break in that in that main line. Mm-hmm. I don't know of a I don't know anyone who does a routine kind of normal clean out of, of roots mm-hmm. um, in a in a house. I mean, you could certainly do that on a preventative basis, probably a couple hundred bucks, you know, every every say three to five years. If you want to, you know, have a one of those those clean out companies, those rooter companies, you know, come in and clean that out. Uh but as trees become more mature, they become a little bit more of a problem. There are companies <laughs> too that can that can set a, a camera down um the, the line and check it periodically. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. a few hundred bucks, uh, two, three hundred dollars, you can have that, uh, you know, the system checked that way too. But yeah, I don't know of anyone who who would have who'd say, you know, here's a routine way. You can get products at the big box hardware stores that, you know, are enzymes that you put you know, you flush down your toilets that go out and they kind of eat away at those those little hair roots uh, that come into the sewer line. But the reality is, is we're flushing enough things, enough solids through those lines that that's knocking those hair roots away. So typically just a house that stays occupied, you know, will move enough water through to keep those roots at a minimum. But, you know, there may be some circumstances. If you ever do see water, you know, if you have a toilet that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's gurgling or bubbling or you have water that backs up into a drain, call a plumber right away, let them come out and check it, because that's, even though the the problem may go down, uh, just means that there is a blockage that's starting to build up and it needs to be cleaned out before the the sewage comes all the way back into the house.
1: And then, Cora, the need to disclose, since it's been cleaned up,
0: Yes, absolutely. In fact, I would say that that could bring value to your home. Here's some improvements that I've made to the property. Here's some work that I've had done. In that way, they're put on notice that further investigation or inspections of any kind is on them during their due diligence period. But absolutely, that must be disclosed.
1: Yeah, I would say, folks, anytime there's a problem with the house, whether it's a leaky faucet uh, that drips onto the floor below the sink itself in the cupboard. Uh, roof leak what's happening brad uh fill everybody in you're looking for signs of something like this when yes. yeah
2: yeah the home inspection we're looking for any sort of water any sort of moisture intrusion into a house that's one of the biggest things that the home inspector is going to be looking for
0: yeah Absolutely. And and folks, even if it's remedied and there's not not any damage that's created that would lend itself to, you know, some sort of adversarial action post-closing, what it can create during the course of that transaction is a material misrepresentation that now gives that buyer an out of the contract. And you don't want that. You don't want to give them a free contingency. Go ahead and disclose.
1: Yeah, it's so important. And even if you're not planning on selling right now, folks, if you have something happen in your house, a leak, whatever it might be. Jot it down, put it away somewhere so you've got a record of it that you can easily access when you do decide, because ultimately we're all going to sell our home someday, either get a bigger home, smaller home, whatever it might be. We are out of time. My thanks, as always, to Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service and Team Bugout. And if you need their services, especially if you need a home team inspection, you can call 844-411-TEAM. Also, Cora Henderson, of Pitt & Frank Attorneys, LLC. You can reach Cora and the group over there, and you can pick the closing attorney that you would like. Cora's direct cell, well, her phone number over at Pitt & Frank is 895-9900. And if you're thinking of selling your home now, in the near future, maybe next couple of years, I would love to at least come out and talk to you free of charge, no obligation. All you need to do is uh, give me a call on my cell phone, 502 376 5483. That's 376 5483. Or go to BobSellsLouisville.com. We're at a time. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.